0: Cards issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC terms and conditions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper?
1: The makers of Johnson's Wax and Johnson's Self-Polishing Glow coats present Marion and Jim Jordan as Fibber McGee and Molly with Bill Thompson, the King's Men, and Billy Mills Orchestra. The show opens with Do It Again. He wants to know exactly where he is. When a woman travels, she wants to know exactly what to wear. And here at 79 Whistful Vista, one studying a road map and the other cutting out a dress for a vacation wardrobe, each intent on his own business, we find Fibber McGee and Molly. Uh, see
2: now, we proceed Long Highway 99 for 122 miles. Then turn left at a red schoolhouse for a distance of... Five inches down to the hips. Then detour 20 miles because the
3: regular road has... Six
2: buttonholes.
4: <laughs>
3: now let me see. They start at the neckline and... Stop uh, at the Patty Cake Hotel in there.
2: <laughs> where the manager will greet you... With a
3: belt in the back. Huh? Huh? <laughs> McGee, I'm afraid this dress pattern is a little too complicated for me. Me I'd have to call the dressmaker after all. Hand me the phone. Okay, Ma. Here. (laughs) Thank you. Hello, operator. Give me Miss Amelia Featherstitch at Wistful Vista 687. What? Oh, is that you, Mert?
2: (laughs) Heavenly day.
3: How's every little thing, Mert? It is huh? What's that? Oh, not really. Oh, that's terrible, Myrtle. Oh, well, well, what is it, Molly? Quiet, Micky. Huh? Quiet. Tell me that again, Myrtle. Yes. Oh, yes. Oh dear! How perfectly on.
2: Awesome. Oh, oh, come on, Molly. I always tell you.
3: What say, Myrtle? Yes, it simply ruins everything for me, Dad Rattus. <laughs> all my plans and work and all. Hey, Molly! For the love of my, what happened? Well, Mertz says skirts are going to be two inches longer this year. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Shucks. It ain't as good as the stuff I do with Mertz.
3: What, Mertz? Oh, the dressmaker doesn't answer. Well, thank you anyway. Goodbye. Well, McGee, you're going to have to help me with this dress. Okay, thread me needle,
2: and I'll show you how my famous speedboat stitch goes.
3: Speedboat stitch? Yeah,
2: 40 knots an hour.
3: Ha! <laughs> Don't you get it, Molly? Not? You said... Ain't funny, McGee.
2: <laughs> Helped a little bit. It's getting near the end of the season, and every
3: laugh counts. Besides, I don't want to help... Uh, I don't want you to help me sew. I want you to slip this dress on so I can see how I'm doing.
2: Okay, just...
3: How am I doing, by the yeah.
4: way?
2: <laughs> it's... Hey, what did you say? <laughs> me put that dress on? Yeah. Oh, No. No, sir, not me. Why? What if somebody should come in? And I've been on this show too long to think they won't.
3: Now, listen, don't be silly. Take your vest off and slip this dress on. Oh, Molly, I don't want to slip into no dress. Gee, will it. McGee! What? You owe me that much. What? Why do I? Well, now, who was it that ruined my dress form by shooting it full of arrows? Hmm. Tell me that. It
2: well, was me in Gildersleeve. The Chucks, it was the only thing we could find to shoot at
3: two grown men shooting bows and arrows for shame.
2: Well, Gildersleeve had to do something with that bow and arrow. He bought it for his father for Father's Day, and his father couldn't use it. Why not? The instruction says to hold the bow in the left hand, the arrow in the right hand, and draw the feathered end back as far as the teeth. And he just couldn't do it. No? No strength? No teeth.
3: <laughs> now, see here, dearie, that's enough nonsense. Here, slip this on. Oh, no, I, I
2: don't want to... Ah, uh, okay. But but lock the door first and pull down the shade.
3: I will not. Anybody think this was the first time you ever had a dress on? When did I ever? You remember that masquerade party you went to as Mary Pickford? <laughs> Shucks, that was different.
2: I was coy that night. <laughs> I was just wearing... Take off
3: your vest. Oh, now, Mom, That's better. Now hold your arms no, up. Okay. That's a nice boy.
2: Fine job for a man.
3: Put... McGee, stand still a minute Oh, well uh... There Oh, my, it looks lovely on you, dear Oh, shucks <laughs> Oh, my gosh,
2: where can I hide? Where can I hide, Eve, Molly? Oh, Quick.
3: hush, where... hush, hush Come in Is the Bob Hope program? No, this is the Fibber McGee and Molly program
2: Oh, I saw you two girls through the window and thought it was Brenda and Cabina. I'm sorry. Brenda and Kabina. That's enough. I've had enough. Hey, Billy Mill. Yeah? What are you going to play while I take this dress off? Outside of that, I love you. Oh! <laughs>
1: One thing that's welcome any time is a new product or a new idea that will save work. That's just as true in a home as it is in an industry. Look how successful Johnson's self-polishing glow coat is. Because it saved housewives millions of hours of work in taking care of their floors. And just as much of a work saver for you men is Johnson's sensational new auto polish, Car New. Car New does two jobs at once. Both cleans and wax polishes your car in one easy operation. Formerly, to do these jobs cost real money or several hours of hard work. Now with Johnson's Car New, many car owners tell us they do both jobs in an hour. Imagine cleaning and wax polishing your car in one hour. Oh, if your car is very dirty, it may take you a little more, but you'll still say Car New is a miracle worker. As a matter of fact, thousands of the country's leading service stations are now using Car New for polishing customers' cars. There's only one way to find out how easy car new is to use. What a beautiful showroom shine it gives your car. Try it yourself. Get a can tomorrow from your regular wax dealer, auto supply store, or service station. Remember, your car looks like new when you use car new.
2: Buffalo. Mm. All
3: right, McGee. Put the map down. Huh? I want you to try the dress on again.
2: What? No, sir. Oh, come on. I ain't gonna, not again. Gee whiz, Molly, you want me to grow up to be a sissy?
3: Well, it'd be nice if you just grew up. <laughs> don't be so.
2: Oh, don't. Come
3: in.
5: Hi, mister.
2: Oh, hello there, little girl.
5: What you doing? Honey? Well, I was
2: just about to put on my dress. Er, uh, oh, <laughs> nothing. Why?
5: Georgie Georgia DeCopolis and Willie Toops and I are getting up a game of Run Sheep Run, and we need a boy. You want to play here?
2: <laughs> no, I don't think so. What made you think of me?
5: Oh, I don't know, mister. We just tried to think of somebody we knew who was kind of sheepish, I guess.
2: <laughs> well, gee, thanks, sis. You mean I'm sort of gentle and kind and useful?
5: <laughs> no. You're kind of dumb and frisky and always need a haircut. <laughs>
2: Okay, okay, I get it. Now, suppose you go play your mutton mutton Who's got the mutton someplace
4: else.
2: (laughs) 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 Well? I said go someplace else. Now, look, sis, let's not quarrel. After all, we're going on a vacation next week, and I don't want to have any hard feelings.
5: Okay, mister. Okay. Okay. Let's bury the machine down, huh?
2: (laughs) You mean bury the hatchet?
5: Oh, I know, but hats it always sounds so corny somehow.
2: <laughs> oh, no, it don't.
5: Oh, yes, it does. Oh, no, it don't. Oh, yes, it does. Oh, no, it Oh, don't. say, mister. Huh? I got a phonograph in my bedroom, and you know what? Know what? My mama bought a recording of one of your broadcasts, and she plays it for me sometimes, I bet Oh, she does, mm-hmm. eh?
2: When you've been a good girl?
5: no. When I've been bad. Huh? uh uh-huh. Boy, does that keep me in line. I just can't take it. Go on.
2: All the fresh kids like her were placed end to end. What I couldn't do with a hairbrush.
3: Come on, McGee. Slip the dress on again. Oh, Molly, I don't want to put that... Think of
2: my dignity. Think of my pride.
3: Think of the three bucks I'm saving on a dressmaker.
2: Huh? Oh, well, there's that, too, I guess. <laughs> okay, I'll do it. <laughs> Slip the garment to me, varmint.
3: Take that cigar out of your mouth first. Okay. Hold your arms way up now. Okay. Up higher. Stop wiggling. Huh?
2: Thought you had to wiggle putting on a dress. <laughs> you always do. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Never mind what I always do. There. Now, don't sit down for a few minutes. I don't want it all split out in the hip.
2: Why, Mrs. McGee,
3: <laughs>
2: are you insinuating that I'm broader across the pistol pockets than you are? <laughs> well,
3: I not only think that.
2: Oh, shucks. Here comes somebody again.
3: Following upstairs. Oh, stop fussing. To... Just turn around and face the wall. Come in. Hello there, daughter.
6: Hello, Johnny. Oh, excuse me, ma'am. Where's Johnny, Doris? Why, he,
2: uh... Oh, never mind, Molly. I'll come out. As long as it's just him. Well, here I am, old-timer. You want to make something out of it? (laughs)
3: Nope.
2: (laughs) But you do kind of look like a one-man revolt against
3: Father's Day, Johnny. (laughs) Well, don't get the idea that he's enjoying wearing that dress, Mr. Old-timer. No, I
2: ain't exactly what you might call (laughs) slip-happy.
6: the next to last Philip McGee and Molly broadcast till after vacation, ain't it? Yep, says feller. They only
2: have one more week's show. <laughs> you see, kids, the, the point of the joke was in the phrase week's show. Sort of a, a pun, you know. The casual li- listener would think it meant W-E-A-K, you see. Oh, That's stop gag, explaining huh? those jokes. That's better we catch on to them. All right, Johnny. Just didn't want you to muffle it. That's all. Well, so long,
6: daughter. Keep your girdle down, Johnny. <laughs>
3: Now, 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 keep your temper down, McGee. He was just kidding. He's really a very nice old man. Yeah,
2: he'd be a very clean-cut sort of a guy if I had a razor handy.
3: Stop waving your arms around in my new dress and stand still whilst I do a little basting. Basting?
2: Oh, no, you don't. You ain't going to pour no gravy over me.
3: (laughs) Quiet. Basting is temporary stitches. Now, let me see. Hello
1: there, Molly. Hello, Fitz. Oh. (laughs) Oh,
3: hello. Hello, Mr. Wilcox. Turn around, McGee. It's Mr. Wilcox.
2: Hi, Harlow. Well, well, hello, Fibber.
1: I didn't recognize.
2: <laughs>
1: oh, come on, come on, say it. <laughs> well, I, I, uh, I just wanted to tell you if you're taking that motor tour this summer.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
1: excuse me, you mustn't forget to take along some Johnson's darn you. <laughs> Well, thank
3: you for reminding us, Mr. Wilcox. We'll do that. I,
1: I hope so, because, as you know, car new will protect the finish from all road dust and rain and scratches. And Fiverr can make the whole car shine like new with just a few minutes' work before you leave your hotel in the morning.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
6: <laughs> of course, all you have to do is apply it. <laughs> and let it dry
1: and wipe it off. <laughs> oh, get a hold of yourself, dude, huh? There's your car gleaming like a car. Well, as I always say, Johnson's car in you is as sensational for cars <laughs> as Johnson's glow coat is for forest and only. <laughs> oh,
6: boy, Bibber, do you look funny. <laughs> that
3: does That absolutely does it. Take this dress off of me, Molly. Take it oh, off. Oh, now, take it easy, dearie. It oh. won't be long now. And besides, there isn't much likelihood of anybody else coming in to embarrass her because... Take, take it off. Anybody is going
2: in Oh, it's Mrs. Uppington, Molly.
3: Just <laughs> if she sees me in this... Take bed. it easy, McGee. She wouldn't talk. Oh, no.
2: She's about as close-mouthed as a steam shovel. <laughs>
3: yeah.
2: And she digs up more dirt, too. <laughs> dear, oh,
3: dear. Now, calm yourself, dearie. Be nice to her because I want her advice on this dress. Huh? I won't take it, but I want to hear it. Come in. Oh, how do you do, my dear? And Mr. McGee. Oh, it is Mr. McGee, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> yes. the dear boy is helping me with my new dress. Oh, a model husband. <laughs> or is he just being a silly girl? <laughs> how do you like the dress, Mrs. Upping? Oh, may,
2: it's so charming, so flattering, so chic. So what? <laughs> and those tucked sleeves are lovely, my dear. Oh, but here, let me set them in a little closer. Uh, have you some pins? Yes, here. Oh, thank you. You see, the real leg of mutton shoulder... What do you know about it, Uppy? You do so much more hawing than you do hemming. Ow! <laughs> now, look out where you're sticking them pins.
3: Oh, oh excuse me. There, now, you see, Mrs. McGee? Yes, that does look better, doesn't it? Turn around, dearie, slowly.
2: Now, look here, you two. I positively refuse to stand here much longer. Are you just trying to make me look foolish? Why, Mr. McGee, how can you say such a thing? Well. Make you look foolish? Yeah. <laughs> really, what a superfluous gesture. <laughs> <laughs> now, Mrs. McGee, I think the sides here are small gore right here. Careful, Uppy. You gored me enough. Ow! <laughs> hey, now cut that out, Uppy. You jagged me again.
3: Oh, really? So sorry. I hmm. think I see what you mean, Mrs. Upperton. Now, how about the skirt? Oh, he'll be all right for a minute or two, won't you, Mr. McGee? Yeah.
2: Hey, what do you mean? You calling me a skirt? Skirt? Ow! Now, look here, Uppy. I don't mind your making a stab at helping Molly, but stab the dress, not me. You think
3: I'm full of sawdust? Yes, you little darling. Oh. <laughs> now, keep quiet for just another minute. Well. How's the length of the skirt, Abigail? Well, personally, my
2: dear, I'd like to see it a bit shorter, like this. Oh, another pin, please. I should say about up to here. Oh! <laughs> i me one more jab like that. Of course, it's difficult to estimate the length of the skirt, Mrs. McGee. Those trouser legs of Mr. McGee's are
3: a bit distracting, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Trousers
2: have always been kind of distracting to you,
3: ain't they, Uh, (laughs) up Ah, McGee. (laughs) Is that any way to talk to a lady now? Uh, Never
2: mind, Mrs. McGee. Good day, my dear. And, uh, Mr. McGee. Yes. I would suggest that you take that dress off before you stretch it too much. What do you mean? They're not wearing buckles this season. Good day.
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Take this thing off, Molly. I'm going down to the pool room where men are men and a guy can strike a match on his pants. You get a dressmaker someplace. But my
3: dressmaker doesn't answer the phone. Well, get another one. Ask
2: somebody. Look in the classified. Look in the what ads.
3: That's a good idea. Run out on the porch and get the paper, will you, dearie?
2: In this Deanna Durbin
3: outfit? Oh, sure. No, sir.
2: You go out and get the paper. Don't be
3: silly. Here. Put on my hat with the veil and nobody will know. Oh. It. <laughs> I've got to go upstairs and find another symbol to finish this
2: dress. Dead, rat, dead. Now oh, where'd that kid throw that paper? He ought to carry a little shovel with him and bury the paper under a rose bush where no? Nobody... <laughs> oh, here it is. Thank goodness nobody saw me. oh Dad, rat that door. Shucks. Oh, it's locked. If this ain't the worst... Hey, Molly, let me in. I ain't got no key, and even if I did, I couldn't get at it. Hey, Molly. Oh, shucks. First I get wangled into putting on a dress, and then I get razged by all my friends, and now I get locked out. Oh, so... Oh, Mrs. Roosevelt, if this is your day, you're welcome to it.
4: Open
1: it. The King's Men singing Ezekiel Saw the Wheel. Ezekiel saw the wheel in the wheel and the wheel and the wheel and the wheel in the, the middle in the middle of the air.
6: Ezekiel saw the wheel. Up in the middle of the air, oh Zeke saw the wheel, way in the middle of the air. The little wheel run by faith, and the big wheel run by the grace of God It's a wheel and a wheel and a wheel and a wheel Way in the middle of the air. Some go to church for sing and shout Way in the middle of the air. Before six months they all turned out way in the middle of the air. Zeke saw the wheel, way up in the middle of the air, Zeke saw the wheel, way in the middle of the air. The little wheel run by faith. And the big wheel run by the grace of God. There's a wheel and a wheel and a wheel and a wheel. Way in the middle of the air. Let me tell you what a hypocrite will do. Way in the middle of the air. You talk about me and you talk about you. Way in the middle of the air. As equals wheel the wheels. Way in the middle of the air. Is equal kills all the wheels. Way, Way, Way in the middle of the air. The little wheel run by faith. And the big wheel run by the grace of God. My children why I. By fate, and the big wheel run by the grace of God There's the wheel and the wheel and the wheel and the wheel
2: I'm locked
7: out. Oh, Oh, madam. Excuse me, but I don't think the McGee's are at home.
4: (laughs) Oh, really?
7: (laughs) No, I I imagine they've gone downtown shopping. Yes, they're leaving on their vacation next week. Thank goodness.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I'm sure somebody must be home.
7: (laughs) Uh, Are you a relative of McGee's, lady? Your voice has a familiar ring.
2: Well, uh, are you Mr. Gildersleeve, a breezy young man who sits next door? <laughs> Why...
7: Why, yes, I am. Breezy, eh? Mm-hmm. Didn't McGee say that I was breezy? <laughs>
2: Not exactly. <laughs> he used the word windy. <laughs> <laughs>
7: uh, incidentally, lady, I uh, I might as well tell you that if you're trying to sell the McGee something, you're out of luck. Is
4: that
6: so? Oh,
7: yes. <laughs> That little squirt McGee thinks the eagle on a quarter is the world's most beautiful creature. (laughs) He's got a bird sanctuary in his pants pocket.
2: (laughs) (laughs) How amusing. Yes.
7: Yes, it is. Oh, but come, come. A pretty girl like you. Mm -hmm. And I'll bet you are pretty under that veil.
4: Oh, sure. (laughs) Why,
7: Why, you can't spend the afternoon... Beating on people's front doors? Uh, let's walk down to the drugstore and get a soda, eh? <laughs> Why, uh, we, might, uh, we might even get to be very good
2: friends. Oh, really, I couldn't. My, my husband, you know, he's very jealous. Yes? <laughs> the last man I float a boot was found floating down the river. <laughs> what? He,
7: he was?
2: Yes. Yeah. And I was with him. He had a lovely little canoe.
7: <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that was very good, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, what was your name again? Uh, don't tell me now. Uh, let me guess. Uh, Gertrude? No. No. And Lorraine? No. Uh, Beatrice? No. Well, it must be Daisy because you won't tell.
3: <laughs> For goodness sake, McGee. Oh, hello, Mr. Gilbert.
7: Hello, Mrs. McGee. I, uh, I, I'm just talking to your charming little visitor here. Uh, now, tell me, to paraphrase an old joke... Who is this lady you see me with tonight?
3: <laughs> that's no lady, that's me husband. <laughs> McGee? Greasy,
2: eh? Boy, wait till your wife hears about this, Gildersleeve. <laughs> <laughs> or do you want to pay me so much a month to keep quiet?
4: <laughs>
7: You're a hard man, McGee.
1: <laughs> if you ever tell my wife.
7: Oh, go on. I knew it was you all the time. Yeah.
2: You never know such a thing. I did, too. So. <laughs> hey, Molly, you know what Gildersleeve says Now, look, about McGee, me? we've
3: no time to talk. Huh? I got a dressmaker on the telephone, and she says to come right over. She can't get away to come here. Okay, wait till I run in and get out of this dress. No, 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 there's no time for that. What? There'll be a cab here in a minute. I've got that dress basted up just where I want, Molly. I can't parade
7: around town in this thing. Oh, boy, this is rich. Huh? Wait till I tell the boys down at the Elks. This'll be something for them to get their teeth into.
3: <laughs> Come on, McGee. Here's our taxi Molly, cabin. I can't go oh, in the taxi cab. you've got to. Here, let me take your arm so you won't trip and tear my dress. I assume, ladies. Oh, I forgot the street number, dearie, but it's right next door to the hospital. To the wistful Mr. Hospital driver and hurry.
7: Uh, Hospital, sir, just a minute, driver. Yeah? Uh, You better drive fast. That lady with the veil is, uh, well, you know.
2: (laughs) Oh, I get you, buddy. I'm a family man myself, and I know an emergency when I see it.
7: Yes, I thought you would. (laughs)
3: Isn't he driving awfully fast, dearie? He? I'll
2: say he is. We just went through a stoplight.
3: I'd better tell him to slow down. Oh, driver. Driver. Hold everything, lady. I'll get you in time. I've got five myself.
2: <laughs> hey, Molly. This dress is still full of pins, you know what? I can't see. Ouch! Oh, Dad Rat, I wouldn't go through this again for anything in the world. <laughs> I know just how you feel, lady. That's what my wife says every time.
1: (laughs) (laughs) River and Molly will be back in just a moment. When you left your kitchen a little while ago, did you happen to notice your linoleum floors? Were they something to be proud of or ashamed of? Are the colors still fresh and bright, or are they faded and gloomy? Is the floor sparkling and gleaming, so you're happy to work there? Or is it the kind of floor that never seems to get clean? Those of you who already use Johnson's self-polishing glow coat know how easy it is to have beautiful kitchen floors with practically no work. Those of you who don't know glowcoat, order a can tomorrow. Pour it onto your floor, spread it around, and let it dry. That's all there is to it. There's no rubbing or buffing with Glowcoat. coat. In 20 minutes, it dries to a beautiful, hard, long lasting polish that brings out the colors of your linoleum, saves you cleaning work, and makes the linoleum itself last practically forever. You really couldn't ask more than that from any polish, could you? Remember the name Johnson Self Polishing Glow Coat. It's spelled G L O hyphen C O A T. <laughs>
2: You, you want to run downtown with me?
3: Where are you going, dearie?
2: I got to go to a music store and get a piece of music, and then come home and start practicing.
3: What music? Well,
2: it's a request number. <laughs> Next week, being our last show for the summer, people been writing in from all over the country saying they could hardly wait to hear my swan song.
4: <laughs> Good
2: night.
3: Good night, all. <laughs>
1: This is Marlowe Wilcox, speaking for the makers of Johnson's Wax and Johnson's Self-Polishing Glow Coat, inviting you all to join us again next Tuesday night. Good night. This is the National Broadcasting
4: Company.
0: Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring.
5: Laundry?